Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. On today's Smart 7, the King makes his first speech, more Boris COVID controversy and lots more. It's Wednesday, 8th of November. It's roast dinner day and happy birthday, Gordon Ramsay. The Smart 7. It's news, but not the news. Tuesday saw King Charles make his first official King's speech to formally open Parliament for the new session and lay out the government's legislative agenda. This was the first King's speech in 70 years and it was also Rishi Sunak's first as Prime Minister. The speech laid out various policy and legislative plans for the government, with law and order the main theme. There was an awkward moment, though, as King Charles, a lifelong environmental campaigner, had to announce the government's plans to drill for more oil and gas. This bill will support the future licensing of new oil and gas fields, helping the country to transition to net zero by 2050 without adding undue burdens on households. There were a number of promised pledges missing, with no sign of the promise to ban conversion therapy, and there was also no sign of Suella's promise to make handing out tents to homeless people a civil offence. There was more detail, though, on the government's plan to gradually ban smoking. My government will introduce legislation to create a smoke-free generation by restricting the sale of tobacco so that children currently aged 14 or younger can never be sold cigarettes. For a Prime Minister who has been keen to position himself as the candidate for change, there weren't many big ideas in the King's speech. Instead, there was a focus on the plan to drill for more oil and gas, which is seen as a trap for the Labour Party, along with the pledge to ban smoking, a focus on law and order, and a pledge to appoint a regulator over English football. Labour's Chris Bryant was pretty damning in his assessment of Rishi's big plan. This isn't a legislative programme for a year. We could get all of this done in a fortnight and then have a general election. The we whole of last year. Yes, we could. Of course we could. Most of it is just tinkering. Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer was equally unimpressed, saying the speech lacked any major legislation and was an exercise in economic miserabilism. What we have before us is a plan for more of the same. More sticking plasters, more division, more party first, country second gimmicks. Israeli forces were fighting in the heart of Gaza City on Tuesday night, according to Major General Yaron Finkelman of the IDF's Southern Command. He said they are continuing to destroy Hamas command centres, tunnels and weapons, but that this difficult war unfortunately has its costs. Those costs include over 10,000 civilian casualties so far, while the UN and World Health Organization continue to call for a humanitarian ceasefire as food and water supplies run dangerously low. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres had a grim warning for the world. Gaza is becoming a graveyard for children. We must act now to find a way out of this brutal, awful, agonizing dead end of destruction to help end the pain and suffering 
and to help pave the way to peace. There are plans for further protests in London on Saturday, which is also Armistice Day, but the Met Police have resisted calls for the protest to be banned. Labour's Pat McFadden says Armistice Day should be respected. No demonstration should take place near these events or really around the, the time of them. Any, anybody planning a march has to show respect for this important moment for the nation. The COVID inquiry is continuing its work this week, still focused on what went on in Downing Street in the early days of the pandemic. This week, we'll see more senior aides from Number 10 testify, which included on Tuesday, Boris Johnson's former chief of staff, Edward Lister. The inquiry also heard messages from senior civil service figures who described those working in Downing Street as mad, poisonous and unfit to run the country. Lord Lister also confirmed that he had in fact heard Boris utter the famously callous phrase that various ministers have denied he ever said that instead of a second lockdown, they should just let the bodies pile high. We'd had the summer. Hospitality had opened up. There was immense pressure to keep the economy moving forward and the the R number was starting to rise. And um, this was the debate that was going on. Do you, do you now lock down or do you keep going? Still to come on the Smart 7, Louis shares his love of speedos and Jack Reacher is back right after this. Welcome back. Tuesday night saw Champions League action with Man City facing Swiss side young boys, Celtic travelling to Spain to face Atletico and Newcastle in Germany to face Dortmund in an early kickoff. Celtic lost in Spain while Man City won comfortably and are now in the last 16 after just four games. Things didn't go well for Eddie Howe's men who've had a shaky first season in the Champions League. They lost 2-0 to Dortmund and will have work to do to reach the next round, with only four points from four games so far. Newcastle have been struggling with a long injury list and Eddie felt it was just too much for his team. Um, the players gave so much on Sunday, so it's not a, a question of me sitting here and questioning their what they've given. I think they've given what they could give. Uh, but I think maybe the game just came too quickly for us. Um, the turnaround was after what they've given in recent weeks, maybe just uh, a day too early. Louis Thoreau was back on the telly on Tuesday. He's got a new series just called Louis Thoreau Interviews on BBC Two. His first guest was boxer Anthony Joshua and he spent an hour in the ring with the heavyweight as part of his promotional drive for the new series, which also includes interviews with Pete Doherty and Joan Collins. Louis popped up on Radio One to share his unpopular opinion with Greg James. Apparently he's fond of speedos. My unpopular opinion mm. is that the very tight swimming trunks, sometimes known as speedos, are given a bad rap and this this fad which for board shorts is misbegotten There's good news for fans of airport thrillers. Jack Reacher is back. The Reacher novels, written by Lee Child, have sold millions and been turned into a movie with Tom Cruise and more recently a TV show. Now season two of the action adventure is heading to Amazon Prime Video and this time Reacher is back with his military buddies trying to solve a murder. Alan Richardson returns as the unstoppable Reacher and new episodes drop from December 15th. You refer to these special investigators as your team and now they're all in trouble. They were tortured. They dumped them from a helicopter. And they're coming after us. Good. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes, we'll give you the world.